Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend it with me. I hope and pray you're having a fantastic day. You've got your great cup of Joe and you're ready to go. Can you remember back at the last time that the devil jumped on you and attacked you? Do you remember where you was at? Do you remember what you were doing? Because it could have been yesterday. It could have been last week. It may have been last year, or it could be going on right now as you're listening to this episode. We all go through this. We all go through times where the devil is attacking us constantly. And because the devil is jealous, he doesn't want us to grow in our faith or grow closer to God. Satan will find ways to attack us and try to get us to doubt God. So when does Satan attack us? What can we do to prevent this? So today I want to look at when the devil attacks and what the word of God says we can do when this happens. So the devil will come after you after a great spiritual experience. As we see in Matthew uh, 4.1, we see this is where Jesus was attacked by Satan right after his baptism. When he went up into the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights to to feast and the devil came after him, you know, and, and challenged him to worship him, to make the stones into bread and to do all this. And he, he constantly attacked Jesus, but Jesus was able to fend him off. So my question to you, and I've said this in a previous episode, but my question to you is this, if the devil is willing to attack the son of God, what makes him not want to attack you because he will he will find a way first peter 5 8 9 it reads be sober-minded and alert your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour resist him stand firm in your faith and in the knowledge that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of suffering this was what peter wrote and he was letting us know first and First important part of this that we must know is we must be alert. Be aware because the devil is always prowling around us and he's waiting for a chance to take advantage of our weakness. We must not be complacent because the devil is persistent. Being alert and being aware, you can protect yourself better from anything that the devil will do to attack you. And once you're aware, stay faithful. Use that faith to resist what the devil is doing. Find comfort in knowing that there are others like you that are being tested and tempted and to win this fight for the Lord. We got to understand the devil is out there. He will do everything in his power to attack us. There's nothing we can do except stand firm in our faith, be aware, know the scriptures, keep God in our heart and be able to fend him off. And we can't always do this alone. That's why I said it takes the scriptures. It takes reading the word of God. It takes having that close relationship with God to help fend off Satan because he's jealous. He's mad. He's going to do whatever he can to attack the people who believe in God. Okay. Think about the poor people who are just professing their faith. How exciting it is to hear when these people profess their faith, but now they're being attacked because Satan will attack someone in the beginning. When they first profess their faith, the Bible tells us we must trust in the Lord and he will push back the devil. Psalms 44, 5, it says, 
Through you, we will push back our adversaries. Through your name, we will tamper down those who rise up against us. And they are talking about the word of God. They're talking about God himself because the Lord can push back the devil. He did it. Jesus did it. Like I said, when he was tempted for 40 days, he resisted the devil. He pushed him back. All right. So even someone is going through at the very beginning of professing their faith, coming to know Christ, they're going to be attacked because they're giving up the things of the world to follow Jesus. That is very awesome and very exciting to, to hear. And we should always rejoice when we're hearing about people who've turned their life over to Christ. But in the same hand, the devil is out there and now he's mad because that's one more soul that he can't trip up and, and get into hell. So he's going to do what he has to do to get you to start doubting and start thinking about changing back to your old ways. And he uses that at, at his advantage all the time because the devil is trickery. He'll do anything and he can to, to trip us up. All right. So when we're physically vulnerable, we find that Satan comes after us when we are in a weak position, whether it's uh, physically or emotionally. Jesus was attacked right after he fasted for 40 days, just like I said. When you're at your, your lowest, when you're vulnerable and you are, you're emotionally and physically weak, the devil's right there to jump on you. And he'll do everything he can to entice you and entice all of us to give up what we believe in to follow him. Now, the question I also have to ask today is, does that not sound familiar right now? For the world that is wanting us to give up what we believe in, what we stand in, in the presence of, to follow the things of this world. Because through the world, they can give us all of these worldly pleasures. I mean, we see it every day. You can turn on your television, turn on your radio, look at social media. You see it every day. There, there are things out there that's enticing, that is causing every man, woman, and child to look in that direction. But we got to be able to stand, stand fast, right? We got to be able to stand our ground. We have to pray a little harder and we have to read the scriptures. We got to understand when the devil comes after us that we're not alone. God is with us. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He's with us. And the devil doesn't like that. I mean, look at it this way. Think of it this way. All right. You're in the world today. There's not a television show that you cannot turn on right now over the local news, whether it's cable news, satellite or whatever, that you're going to see some type of homosexuality. You're going to see some type of uh, infidelity. You're going to see something out there that is not of the Bible. And that's because they are trying to condition us to accept this as the new norm. And what I mean by that is there are TV shows out there that you, you do see men kissing men or women kissing women. And it's in almost every TV show. I don't know about soap operas. Um, I'm at work. I don't get a chance to watch them and nor would I ever watch them. But if you do, I'm not, you know, saying nothing bad. But I can tell you from 8 o'clock at night until I go to bed on whatever channel I go to, there is going to be some couple who is of the same sex. And I believe they're doing this to condition us, to get us to accept that as the norm. 
The biggest controversy we know that's going on right now is Roe versus Wade. It's about abortions. Okay, and I'm going to share this with you, and I'm sure some of you have probably known this, but I'm going to go ahead and share this with you. There is a advertisement right now, I believe it's with Jordash, that shows a pregnant man. And this week alone, on Capitol Hill, they were doing a some type of hearing, and one of the congressmen asked this uh, person who was speaking, do you believe that a man can be pregnant and can have an abortion? And she said yes. Now, I'm here to tell you, all right, nearly 20 years in the fire and EMS business, I still practice um, as an EMT. I have never seen a man give birth, nor will I ever see a man give birth unless it's something else in, in the midst, okay, because it's not a natural thing. God created man and he created woman. He created Adam. He created Eve. And whether... You're listening to this podcast, whether you're on the fence, whether you like what I say or you don't like what I say, I'm here to tell you that is what God created. He created man and woman, and he wanted them to come together and to multiply, all right? Nowhere in the Bible does it say that a man was with a man to multiply or a woman was with a woman or there was women running to the local clinics to get abortions, Nothing of that in the Bible is written that I've read, and I've studied the Bible front and back, okay? So we need to understand and we need to be prepared. They are trying to indoctrinate our kids at a younger age in school. They're trying to confuse them. They're trying to get them to follow what their standards and what their beliefs are, and they're really shooting down what our beliefs are. And that's something as Christians, we need to be able to stand up and we need to say, wait, wait a minute, enough's enough. All right. We need to understand that we are in a a, a very bad time, not only financially, but we are spiritually in a bad time because this is a prime real estate for Satan to come and attack us. Okay. So if we look at Second Chronicles 2015, it says, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of my vast army, for the battle is not yours but God's. And see, that's something else we need to look at. We need to look at the fact that we are not battling this alone. And actually, it's not our fight. God has his own army, and he's handling this fight. He's doing everything that he can to help us and protect us, and he's doing it at a great, great rate. And that's why the devil is mad, and that's why he's attacking us, because he knows he cannot win against God, so he's going to attack God's children, which is us. Understandably, Christians may feel intimidated by the devil, and that's because when we doubt or second-guess ourselves, when we're faced with a test or challenges, that that self-doubt makes us vulnerable, and that's when the devil attacks us. You mustn't fear evil because... You should know that God is fighting for us. You should know that the war between God and Satan is something that we're caught up in. But however, Satan does know this. Satan knows that he cannot win. He knows that God will come out on top. It's already been foretold. It's already been written. And if if you don't want to take my word for it, pick up your Bible and read it. You can see where the devil throughout the scriptures, is very upset because Jesus, first and foremost, fulfilled the scriptures, all right? 
He went to the cross for you and I. He gave up his life for us. He took up the sins of the world, the sins that was supposed to cause us death, the sins that would would have put us in hell. He accepted it to where we could have an eternity in heaven. So the son of God sacrificed himself for you and I. And that's something we should always remember and keep close to our heart is that God loved us, that he gave his only son. First James 4, 7, it says, submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Another important verse to remember is that one. And it's, it's fully to be able to submit and to surrender to the Lord. All right. He cannot help us if we're half hearted. Okay. You can't go half stepping. You have to be all in or nothing. And I've said that in a previous episode. You can't be on the fence when it's when it comes to you and your relationship with God. You have to be either all in or all out. Because if you come in half-stepping, your heart's not in it. And if your heart's not in it, you're not going to follow God. And that's going to lead you into more problems. All right? So we need to understand that God is with us. We are children of God. We are a part of this war, and we should do our part by praying, even though we know God's got this. But we are caught up in the middle of this war, all right? We got to let the word of God be our weapon. We got to let God be the unrelenting will inside of us to keep fighting. Even though the devil may attack us at any time, he will always do it when he thinks he's at an advantage. We know the methods. We see them time and time again, and we, we can read them in the scriptures. We know what the devil is, is up to. We know what his trickeries are. We know that he is a liar. We know that he is everything wicked and evil. And we can read through the scriptures of where he has went after mankind since the dawn of time. But as I've said, the war that's raging right now The devil won't accept the fact that he's been defeated because when all of this comes to a head, ladies and gentlemen, the devil is going to end up with nothing. And that's because it's already been predestined in the scriptures and it's been written. And I am a firm believer that the Bible, the Holy Bible is a living, living word of God. And the reason I say that and the reason I believe that is there is no other book in the world that you can read to where you feel the mighty power of God. And no matter what you read, you can reread that chapter and you will get something new every time because God will show you something new out of his word. His word is just not ink that's been put down on paper and that's it. His words are living. And I know everyone out there who who calls themselves a Christian, who reads their Bibles, can sit there and testify to that, that there is something wonderful about that book. There's something spiritually wonderful about that book. Because I'm telling you, I love my Bible to death. I carry it everywhere I go. There is not a time where I am away from my Bible, whether it is on my cell phone or whether it's my physical Bible in my hand that sits in my truck and travels with me, I always have the Word of God close to me. And when I have those moments of doubt, when I have those moments of pain in in all of this, and I feel like the devil's attacking me, that's when I can go to the Word, and I can start reading it, and I can say, okay, Lord, here I am. Help me. What do I need to do? 
And it's not even me finishing that statement of, Lord, what do, what do I need to do? Because I know God's already fighting for me because I can feel it as long as I'm doing my part. And see, and that's something we need to remember. We always need to do our part. So what is our part? Our part is staying faithful, staying strong, following the word of God, sharing the word of God, testifying to a lost and dying world, telling the world about Jesus. All right. It's just not preachers jobs. It's just not deacons jobs or Sunday school teachers. It is everyone who has confessed out of their mouth that Jesus Christ was dead and rose on the third day and now sits at the right hand of the father alive and believes that he is our way and our salvation. We are, it's our job to go out here and tell the world. And that's what we should do. There shouldn't be a time around that we should ever doubt telling people about God. Now, Will we be attacked? Yes, we're going to be attacked by the world. We're going to be attacked by Satan. We're going to be attacked by everything that wants to stop and shut down uh, Jesus. And something I've learned here just recently, um, reading out of the book of Acts, because in our Sunday school we're studying, and some some of the thoughts have come to me by by reading where where Jesus even professed that that you know he we would suffer in His namesake. And that's because, honestly, I don't think the world's attacking us. They're trying to attack Jesus, and they want to shut that down. We're a mouthpiece for Jesus, so therefore, we are going to have a target on our back. But ultimately, the world, Satan, evil, the darkness is trying to shut down Jesus. And they're going to do whatever they can to shut you up, to shut you down. But this is where you can dig a little deeper, pray a little harder, find the boldness to stand up and say, I am not going to be silent today. Let me tell you, just as the song from Ann Wilson, let me tell you about my Jesus. That's one of my favorite songs because that is a, a great song. Um, you can call it a battle hymn to go into war is listening to her tell the world about Jesus. And that's what I want to challenge each and every one of you today to do. All right. We're all going through this together. We're all going through different stages of life, but we're going through the craziness of this world together. But don't lose hope. Don't get so low on yourself that you're willing to crawl up in a hole and hide. You got to stand firm and stand strong. I know those are easy words for me to say behind a microphone, but I'm telling you, I feel it. I feel it in my heart. I feel it in my bones. If we would all just come together and start praising and calling on the name of the Lord, I believe we could see a great spiritual awakening on this country. We could see revivals break out. We could see salvation starting to take place and, and just run like a big flood because there are people out there that are starving not just physically starving, but but spiritually starving for the word of God. And there are some countries that cannot have the word of God because it's been outlawed and banned. So that's what we have to do. We have to do this and we have to be together and band together. So thank you so much for taking time to spend it with me today. And as I always say, I, I want you to stop by our social media pages, take a look, take a listen, and uh, just communicate with us. But just remember, you always start your day with Jesus and a cup of joe. God bless.